Hey guys, what's going on? Hope everybody's doing all right. Today we're going to talk about Carnival Sunrise. We had a little dust up on there and it got a little crazy. I don't know, a lot of cell phone video footage of it out there. We're going to talk a little bit about Mayor Adams in New York City talking about cruise ships possibly be being used for things other than cruises. And we're going to talk about an update from Costa where they're catching up to everybody else regarding their vaccination policy. The Carnival Luminosa is coming along and then we'll talk a little bit about some sustainability at sea hey listen i got an idea how about we start the show oh we back for another one right <laughs> bags are packed hey tommy you ready let's go we going in hey it's the night before the cruise And if I'm honest, I ain't sleeping But even if I could, I'd be dreaming About this weekend, all the fun we about to have As we taking this vacation Always be booked on our way to embarkation Cause we know it's in store Pockets and palm trees, tropical sea breeze And frozen daiquiris, oh please Thank you sir, yes I think I'll have another Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going And the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running Pierce, thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter in the tears. But we just getting started out here. Give us a holler if you're looking. You can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas. Getting hotter as we go. Cones and we united. So sound that horn, cause everybody's invited. All aboard and welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast Show coming to you not quite live from South Florida, Boca Raton. Here we are having some fun. It is a Tuesday. Hope everything's going well with you. Uh, whatever you, wherever you are on the way to work, whether you're in the gym, whether you're mowing the lawn, whatever you're doing, I hope this podcast and cruise energy finds you very, very well. I'd like to take a quick minute at the top to remind you about our Facebook group, Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. Please join. We're getting some people kind of joining in dribs and drabs. I'd like to see if you're you if you're listening to this podcast and you have a Facebook account jump in today was a pretty good day we had a lot of kind of good back and forth going on about MSC cruises Paul Ewing cracked me up today he was he he, he took a picture or found a picture of an MSC shipping container ship and I uh, said oh look the uh, MSC Davina uh, we a little little humor, you know what I mean. That's what we do. That's what we do over there. We break each other's chops. We share information. We enjoy each other's company in the community that was built in the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. I have a Patreon. If you like this show, you can get it five days a week. That's right. Uh, all uh, p a t r e o n dot com slash always be booked. It's eight dollars a month. That's that's it. Just eight dollars a month, and you get what would you say? Basically, four weeks in a month, right? Give or take. That's 20 extra shows a month. It's fun. I go a little off the rails. We talk about cruising, but then we may sometimes dip and delve into other areas as well, and we have a lot of fun. So if you like this show, uh, which, by the way, I'm told is an acquired taste if you are new to the show, hang in there. I get less annoyed. I'm not saying I don't get at all annoying. I'll annoy you no matter what, but I get way less annoying, and I think the... uh, the returns are worth it on that. We have a good time. I always ask you guys if you could email the show, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. If you are interested in being a part of the show, if you want to submit a comment, question, correction, anything that you want to do to contribute to the show, hit me up, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Not only do we welcome it, we rely on it because it has become a big part of the show. At the end of the show, you hear the emails. And uh, Instagram, alwaysbebooked, YouTube, always be booked we gotta get going but all right so let's jump into it we got some stuff going on not a huge cruise news week but we will touch on a few things i turned on the computer today to see you know what's going on any new cruise news and what was splattered all over everything was mayor adams of new york city he's mentioning the fact that oh wow you know what for this immigration problem uh, quote unquote immigration problem uh i don't know where you stand on it it's Totally, you know, we're not that type of show. But he's saying that he is going to explore all avenues on how to tackle this crisis and uh, deploring cruise ships as homeless shelters or uh, migrant shelters. 
And they said homeless in the article, so I didn't make the word up. Listen to me just trying to cover my tracks. Uh, listen, I'm going to say stuff to you. May It's going to be – I'm not necessarily uh, an expert in political correctness here. They mentioned the word homeless in the article. They said, you know, well, it's a migrant issue. And the issue is is that there's a lot of them coming in. Uh, seven or eight busloads came to the Port Authority. And, I mean – I, I don't know. I feel for these immigrants, uh, these migrants who came in to the Port Authority, uh, 50, 60 deep on each bus, seven or eight bus loads. I, have you been to the Port Authority on 8th Avenue and 42nd Street? I don't know. They might have gotten out and looked around and been like, wait, wait, hold on. What, where did we came here? This, it's it's a little it's a little dicey over there, the west side and the Port Authority, just just adjacent to Times Square. But definitely, uh, it's a little rough over there. That's all I can tell you. It's not not the nicest place in New York City. But it's crazy how like all the cruise ships are like Kim Kardashian of news stories because there is nothing to uh, you know substantiate this. There is no plans. There's no paperwork. There's nothing in play because I'm thinking, what are they going to do? Take the breakaway or the you know the, the 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 adventure of the seas? Who is coming into New York City? Are they going to run Jimmy Buffett's cruise ship all the way? Because Jimmy Buffett's cruise ship, you know, they, they, the Bahama Paradise Cruise Line, they're always the first in line. Yeah, we'll take, we can, we're not selling these rooms anyway. We'll raise our hands and we'll donate our ship for a while. Give us some government money off of that. So I don't know, nothing was discussed. What I mean by the Kim Kardashian thing is that it seems like everybody just jumps on cruise ships to be able to give their story some legs. That's what you saw. Everybody was covering the Times, the Post, everybody. It's, you know, Mayor Adams is saying that cruise ships could be used to house migrant and homeless people in New York City. And you read and it's nothing. There's no progress. There's no traction. There's not a cruise line or a cruise ship named. It literally just came from out of his head as just an idea. And, you know, to his credit, he didn't say it was anything more than an idea at this point. I'm just talking about the mainstream media and how anything regarding cruising and cruise lines is just such an attractive story. It must get a lot of eyeballs. I mean, let's face it. That's what I always say. There's just a fascination with cruise ships. Cruise ships are... Again, the haters who are out there, to me, I'm just convinced that they're afraid to cruise. And I'm not knocking you. I don't like to fly in airplanes. Yeah, and I'll just tell you that. I'm not going to say or sit around and say, oh, the flying industry, it's awful. It's just a Petri dish in the air. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say that stuff. I'm telling you, I don't like to fly. It freaks me out. I don't like to have no control over where I'm going or what I'm doing. Or, you know, I don't know how bad of a morning the pilot had and is okay with me, especially nowadays. People are flipping out left and right. But I'm just saying, you know, everybody loves to 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 proverbially shit on cruise ships and you know what or and not even necessarily in this case they're not shitting on them it's just they're in the news they're at the forefront and people seem to put pen to paper and love to kind of write about them in any way shape or form they can so it's it, it's interesting exploring any angles including the possibility of putting migrants on cruise ships. I'm interested to see if this gets any traction to see where it goes. What do you guys think? I've always said that that's been my, I guess, not even a conspiracy theory type of situation. I always feel, and if there's not, you know what? There maybe should be some sort of a doomsday plan for cruise ships. Think about what a cruise ship is. What on this planet can move five, six, well, sometimes two to 3,000, the big ones, six to 7,000 people. What type of a anything on this earth that can transport and be mobile? Granted, we're not doing 75 down the uh, I-95, but yes, 20 knots, whatever. It can get a slew of people, a ridiculous amount of people to the other side of the planet within a matter of days. So I always think that there's, you know, whoever wears the, the black coats and comes in and kind of really, quote unquote, is really running things. I have to think that there is some sort of deep and dark plan, a doomsday plan. And, I, and my first go to is to like if the shit hits the fan and the land becomes uninhabitable anymore or, you know, there's a way to kind of get away from. I feel like the super rich will all be taken care of. They all have a number of where they're supposed to meet on a coastal evacuation route to get on a cruise ship. My conspiracy. I'm a weirdo. Kind of why you listen sometimes, isn't it? All right. Let's talk about 
Carnival Sunrise on September 9th. So the video started coming uh, hot and heavy about a big, big old dust up on the Carnival Sunrise. And this, unfortunately, was seeing this happen here and there. You know, it does. What am I going to do? Act like it's not usually Carnival? I hate to say it. Yeah, there was one on Royal Caribbean. I specifically was on one on a Norwegian cruise ship, a bad one, a really bad one. And it's rough. But, you know, Carnival is a discounted cruise line. And it definitely will, I guess, maybe draw people who have, let's call it, less inhibitions. You know what I mean? And a little wild. It gets a little wild on these Carnival cruises. And that's just is what it is. And this was no different. This one was ugly. This one looked bad from the beginning. You just saw multiple punches being thrown, multiple people being thrown around. Uh, multiple groups of people getting involved. And I'll say this again, and I'm, I'm not trying to say like I have the answer. And I don't think the answer is to just start employing a bunch of security nightclub bouncers on these cruise ships. But more and more, these cruise ship security personnel are being exposed. Okay. They're not equipped. I watched what happened. They're either inept at what they do by just letting people run past them, or they're not part of the solution. They're infl- they're inflaming the problem. They're striking people. They're wrestling people. They're, they're not de-escalating. They're escalating the situation half the time, or they're just apathetic to the situation and saying, listen, I don't get paid enough for this, and I'll act like I'm doing so. You just watch, watch the security personnel. Again, I don't know their training. I don't know what they're told. I'm being a little critical right now, but I, 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 I'm just calling it how I see it. So speaking of calling it how I see it, I'm going to say something. Yeah, I was going to maybe not even touch on this, but I'm going to touch on this. It's a little controversial and I was going to maybe say, but if I've any, if I'm, you know, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And where is that, Tommy? Well, <laughs> whatever it is, it's, uh, I'm not going to be afraid to say what's on my mind. And I'll say this. So this footage has been recorded from multiple angles all over different ships and everywhere. And it's made its way into many Facebook groups. And you could see. And if you want to have your stomach turn a little bit, just click into that comment section. And the the, the hate, the anger, the 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 vile kind of it, it it's really rears its head in those comments. And you see certain comments that are just you know, so we had it in our group. I just took it out because I didn't want to go that route. I'm sorry, Colin. No, no offense. Don't get mad. I just took it out because I saw it starting to go a certain way. It never did. It never got there. You just know the progression of this stuff. And it starts with uh, undisciplined, uh, raised poorly, look trash. T- then it gets to you getting specific. Here's the only thing I'm going to say about this. Agree or disagree. If you disagree with me and you don't like what I have to say about this, hopefully, you know, we can get past it and, you know, we all have opinions. I'll say this, you know, it seems like certain groups and let's call it what it is. This is a a large group of mostly black people that were involved in this, uh, in this, in this fight. And uh, when it happens to be certain racial groups the comments go a certain way and it becomes racial and i think you know what i think people have to kind of take a step back and understand that it's not always just no it's never just about the race it's about people probably drinking acting like idiots in a environment where their inhibitions are, are are loosened up and that's what happens. Like how many times I could tell you the business I am in. I deal with everybody, Indian people, Asian people, white people, Italian people, black people, Spanish people. And I could tell you I've gone out in my, you know, whether it's the country bars I go to. You know how many, I mean, you want to call quote unquote your good old boy dust ups I've seen. When there's a 10 on 10 country boy brawl, when they're throwing chairs, they're breaking bottles over each other's heads. Do you know how many I'll see, <laughs> Jersey Shore style fights I've seen where just, you know, somebody bumps into somebody. Hey, you see that? Hey, Sal, go get Sal. Go get Tony. Yeah, all right. Let's go. 
and where they're just throwing haymakers at each other. There's blood everywhere. There's security can't handle it. Authorities are called. Uh, all those types of situations. What happens in those types of situations? The two I just referred to. People say, wow, they were pissed. Oh, wow. Look at those crazy guys. Wow. Look at that brawl. Did you see that one guy? Man, he was crazy. He took on four people. But when it goes to certain ethnic groups, unfortunately, people say, oh, that's, you know, figures. It, it goes along with what that group racial group, which I think you got to point is don't blame it on just any race because every single race, when they're given a bunch of booze and put in an environment like a party on a pool deck, Somebody says something stupid, somebody bumps into somebody, and all hell can break loose no matter what color you are. So I would just say when, you, when you're in the comments, uh, you know, you see a lot of stuff like, oh, it figures. You know, like, stop it. Stop it. Are you saying that? You know what I mean? Are you saying that in a, in, in a, in a country bar, 2 a.m., 10 on 10 brawl, they brawl, it goes on Facebook? Well, the comments are... Wow, holy cow, you see that one guy pulled that chair? That one guy wasn't taking any crap. That other guy, he took on three people. To, you don't see figures, backwoods, country. You, know, you don't read that. You don't read those comments. Let's just keep it even across the board. I don't mean to do social commentary this far up in the middle of the show, in the beginning of the show. Let's move on. Carnival Sunrise, September 9th, brawl. Hopefully they get a handle on this and this stuff doesn't continue to happen. Costa Cruise Line, Costa, 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 is updating their COVID-19 policy. There's no real crazy news here where we got to get excited. Uh, it's just basically that they're catching up to everybody else. So starting October 8th for the Mediterranean, the Caribbean, and the United, Amer uh, the United Arab Emirates. You didn't think I was going to nail that one on the first try, did you? Uh, if you're fully vaxxed up, Guests no longer t need to do any sort of pre-embarkation testing. Uh, opposite of that, if you are not vaxxed up, you can still cruise, but you will have to produce a negative test uh, as normal, as normal. So for those who are vaccinated in the Mediterranean on voyages that are 14 nights or less, as mentioned, there will be no further reason to show up with a test. Now, there is an exception there, and that's Greece. Greece still wants you to be tested, and that's just what the deal is. You can sail to Greece, but you need that negative test uh, no more than 48 hours prior to your embarkation, and uh, you still have to be vaccinated. Now, I know what you guys are thinking right now. Hey, Tommy, what about Morocco? Uh <laughs> No, there's a bunch of details. There's a bunch of fine print and stuff out there uh, regarding individual ports, like either whether it's Morocco, Barbados, St. Vincent, and others. We could literally be here all day talking about the ins and outs of all that stuff, but something tells me that you're not exactly here listening to me for all of that. So again, the only thing I say is wherever you're cruising, whatever cruise line you're sailing on, whatever port you're going to, do whatever research on that specific port and at that time. I would say do it now. Check it out. Be ready for whatever, but also be fluid. Be ready for it to change for any reason whatsoever. All right, let's move it over and talk about Carnival Luminosa. She is coming along quite nicely. She was just retired from Costa earlier this month. She's currently in the dry dock. They repainted the funnel, and that's going to be weird. It's a Carnival ship, right? It's a carnival ship, but it's not going to have that double-winged funnel. It's going to be more just kind of straight up one angle. It will have the color scheme of the carnival funnel, but just, you know, I mean, is there anything more iconic? When, I don't care if you're cruising on a carnival cruise ship or not. If you're coming across the port, especially this takes effect in uh, Port Canaveral because Port Canaveral is just this one big long road coming from Orlando that takes you there as you get closer to the coastline as you get closer to Port Canaveral there's just these bridges that go very very high and when you go up and you're elevated on those bridges you can see the cruise ships and nothing the first thing that always sticks out the most conspicuous thing is that carnival funnel and it's beautiful it's just going to be weird that there's carnival ships out there there's going to be carnival ships that do not have that i don't know did they did they repair the liberty i know the liberties went on fire and i know that uh, i don't know if there's plans to or there's not plans to they may just say hey luminosa is not going to have one so let's just leave liberty the way she is like a little uh cruise ship scarface style i guess uh 
So she did rechange her register. So I'm sorry, not rechange. She changed it. Luminosa used to be flagged in Italy, but she will now be sailing out of and registered out of Portugal. Uh, not sailing out of. I'm sorry. Just the government, the jurisdiction that which holds her flag and and the registry is. Portugal now. Uh, they're working on a lot of things on board the ship. They're getting it ready to go. They're carnivalizing this cruise ship. Uh, what are they doing? They're putting in playlist productions. That's right, aka glorified karaoke. Uh, the Punchline of Comedy Club is coming into the mix at the Limelight Lounge, which I thought on the newer ships, the Limelight Lounge basically doubles as a punchline or comedy club i'm not sure maybe it does i'm just seeing where i'm reading they're listing both of them uh piano bar 88 that's going to be a great time it always is the chef's table uh bonsai sushi fahrenheit 555 steakhouse of all the big three at least i could tell you carnival is far and away the best steak experience now when you get into princess you get into celebrity i don't know also the same thing i think it's i think i think carnival is just the best steak experience at at least of the i'll go i'll definitely say the big three i don't know as far as the other ones who knows they're gonna launch this cruise ship in november and she's starting in Australia, and then she's going to move to Alaska next spring of 2023. And then next September, she's going to do a 30-day Trans-Pacific that's going to go from Alaska to many destinations in Southeast Asia. This is going to be a legendary historic sailing, 30 days on this beautiful ship. I don't know. You know, it seems like uh, I want to go on the Luminosa, but I'm not going to Alaska uh, anytime soon, at least. I'm not going to Australia. We know that. I don't know, maybe the trade-off, if she's going to be occupying this part of the world, can we get the Splendor back? Can we please get the Splendor back to, 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 to the States? Do me that favor, will you, Carnival? If you want to get a general idea for the size and specifications, think Spirit Class. Uh, the Spirit Class has always kind of been considered the oddball of Carnival ships just by the way that that it's designed you see a lot of the stuff on the first couple of floors that you would normally see in the middle decks like five and six uh, they definitely did some things that are different and a lot of imagination quote-unquote went into it joe farkas designed those cruise ships he designed most of the cruise ships or all of the cruise ships up until you're talking about the dream class and then i think he split the dream class couple he did couple he didn't and uh you know it's, it's crazy you know he was but for this particular class of ships i'm just saying if he did experiment with if it got out there let's just say joe farkas was found to have been experimenting with lsd if he did i don't know that he did but if he did you would find out that he probably was during the construction and design of the spirit class of ships if you're familiar with the spirit class that is the miracle the pride the legend and the spirit if I, get a, if I get a towel animal on the carnival spirit, can I call it my spirit animal? You know what that sounded like? Oh, my God, I'm disgusted with myself for even saying. You know what that sounded like, actually? That sounded like when you're on hold with carnival. If you ever listen to the carnival hold music and that woman breaks in with the dumb jokes, that sounded like that could go exactly in there. I should call them and give them that. I don't know. They may take it. They may not. But anyway. They uh the ship the class of ships is ninety two thousand gross tons. They carry twenty two sixty in the way of passengers and ten fifty in the way of crew. What I'd like to do now is talk a little bit about sustainability. Now we know the cruise industry. Speaking about what we spoke about at the top of the show, gets a lot of bad press for a lot of things and whatever whatever. They just get hit a lot. One of the biggest things, one of the biggest issues that the mainstream media and a lot of groups have with the cruise industry is sustainability. All the pollution, the CO2 emissions, whatever else they put out. Uh, to mitigate that, you are seeing more ships adapt to the LNG or liquefied natural gas fuel, which does reduce carbon in many different ways, including how it's even transported to the ship where it's needed. So it's just all around. LNG has been a very, very uh, good, positive entity as it's been introduced to cruise ships. Now, Holland America is exploring another way to decrease the cruise ship's carbon footprint. It's uh, it's it's interesting. 
I listened to, <laughs> to a guy. Listen, I, I'm not trying to get political. I'm getting political on this show, and I don't mean to. I, I am middle of the road. As you guys know, I'm middle of the road, and I'll put it out there that I lean a little to the right. Okay? I don't know. Take that how you want to. I just I'm a little bit I'm a little bit more on the conservative level. But I was on the Norwegian sky and we were hanging out. We were at the mustard drill. And we were you know, just people who just lean into one side or the other. And you could tell this is what I just don't like. I just don't like politically when people just go out of their way to try. I could agree with everything you could say, but then when you're just a dick to the other side. And you're clearly because basically what you're doing is this is like, you know, you're treating it as just sports. It now it becomes sports to you. You're like, I'm going to root for everything this side does, no matter what they do. If they do it, it's right. That's just a sports mentality. You know what I mean? Critically think. Think about what each side has to offer. And you're not going to tell me that certain people don't go across the aisle to the other side on certain, at least a couple of things. And I was just laughing because, again, I don't, I'm no activist we know that i'll take cruises all day long no matter what type of fuel they use but i'm on this uh i'm on this norwegian sky and we're hanging out and we're doing the mustard drill and we're online and we're in the front row because we're always in the front row because we show up last because we don't want to stand there that long so we're standing there and you know a lot of times in miami if you're at the front closer to the beach you get a nice little parade of cruise ships that fly by and you see them all and you're just noticing things on them. You see the people wave. You hear the faint, far-off microphone voice of the cruise director. You hear all this stuff. It's fun. You like it. Just It gets you going. It gets you motivated. I was standing there with my friends. And then behind me was a father and his, I don't know, seven, eight-year-old son. And what they noticed, what the father noticed was all the smoke coming out of the funnel. And it, it was a carnival ship. You know, carnival sometimes, you know, you just... I don't know if there's more black smoke than normal on carnival, older carnival ships. I'm sure there isn't, but it, sometimes maybe it's just more present against the white backdrop. But it, uh, it, the smoke was coming out, and I heard this guy say to his kid, and yeah, I, I shouldn't laugh, but it was funny. He's like, you see that? You see that smoke coming out of the ship? The kid's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's, that's carbon monoxide emissions, and we're absolutely fine with that, right? Because the environment, uh, global warming is fake, right? And he's just telling his kid this. And he's saying it loud so that multiple people around him can hear. And that's all I mean. Like, again, if you don't believe in global warming, you don't believe in global warming. I can't tell you what to believe in, and I'm not going to get mad at you either way. But what I will say is that when you get to a certain area where you're just trying to inflame people and clearly trying to piss off people around you, that's where we get into trouble as a society. Have your beliefs, believe whatever you want, but don't just exist to piss people off like that. That's that's my opinion. So there we go. We did it again. That's two political things. I think I still did a pretty good job of being non-committal to either side. I maintained my fence-sitting middle, which is what I really believe in how I usually operate for better or worse whether you like that or not it's kind of what i do anyway as i said this cruise line is holland america they are exploring ways to decrease their carbon footprint and the fuel that they're using is called biofuel it comes from a company called good fuels and here's how it went down for the first month so for the first five days of this test the ship used a mix of 30% biofuel, which is the new sustainable stuff, and 70% regular fuel in one of its main engines, you know, just to get their feet wet in the whole process. In the final 15 days, they made a little change. They went all in on 100% biofuel. The result was a 78% decrease in carbon emissions emissions uh for those final 15 days the ship they tested was the uh volendam since it was based geographically close to the good fuels headquarters even more good news not only did that work out from a sustainability issue and it, the experiment worked and they realized that this biofuel is going to release less emissions the whole process didn't require any different equipment, any processes, any personnel. You could use it just the same as you would use the regular fuel, like I said, with the same equipment. Good news all around. Again, so that's good news. I mean, how could that be bad, right? All right, so we're going to listen to Morgan, my buddy Morgan. You guys know him by now, and then we are going to get into your emails. 
Hey, Cones. Sorry to interrupt Tommy's rambling, but I don't have a lot of time and I wanted to ask you about your next cruise. We know there are lots of decisions to make, such as, where do I want to go? How can I get the best deal? And which cruise line is right for me? Whether you're traveling solo, with friends, or your entire family, always be booked. We'll make sure we find the perfect cruise for you. You can book direct, but remember, cruise line representatives are going to operate in the interest of the cruise line. And don't get me started on those third-party websites. If you are looking for someone who is going to spend the time it takes to ensure that you find the cruise ship, ports of call, and excursions that are right for you, then go to alwaysbebooked.com or email tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Let's face it, we are all searching for those moments of pure cruise bliss. And based on your detailed conversation with Tommy, we'll make sure it happens for you over and over again. For the most personal and detailed cruise planning assistance, reach out directly to Tommy and he will make the process as enjoyable as the cruise itself. Whoa, Morgan, don't you think we're exaggerating? Now, Tommy, please let me do my job. My bad. Always be booked. It's a podcast. It's a community. And dare I say, it's a lifestyle. Go to alwaysbebooked.com right now and let's start planning your next adventure at sea. Ladies and gentlemen, your emails have become a lifeblood of the show. If you want to be part of the Always Be Booked podcast, I will read your email on air. If you have a question, concern, comment, correction, anything whatsoever, let me know. Hit me up at Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. We love it. A lot of people talk about how this is the favorite part of their show. It's definitely one of my favorite parts. I love getting your emails, getting your feedback. It tells me, it gives me like a little bit of a, I, I, I like when I say something that I may have forgotten or I didn't really, again, a throwaway line. It could be a throwaway line and you guys kind of ran with it, picked it up and ran with it. Or, you know, sometimes something that I'll say that maybe hit you a certain way and you kind of want to expand on it. That, those are my favorite. So, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Email me anytime, anywhere, and I will read it on air. Here we go. Hey, Tommy, loving the new version of the show. I started listening about a year ago when it was a little less regular, but the show is really solid and humming along. A quick story on how I'm loyal to Royal, but not intentionally, and I'm looking to try some new lines and would love your input. I went on my first and only cruise in 2010. What? And then hadn't sailed at all after that for a long time. Fast forward nearly a decade later, I've got a family of my own, and we booked some holidays that we were multi-generational for, as well as so that were multi-generational, as well as some getaways with just me and my wife. We have four or five, we had four or five cruises booked. Wow, you jumped back in, huh? And then the pandemic derailed those sailings. So you cruised once, and then you didn't cruise for ten years. And then you booked four or five cruises. That's uh, trust me, I'm not mad at it. I absolutely love that strategy. And uh, unfortunately, the world did stop. Right. So, all right, moving on. Derailed those sailings, but the writing was on the wall. After Royal offered us 125% future cruise credits, I'm not a financial advisor, and no one should take my advice. But I actually took out a small, but. <laughs> Shout out to spirit class. This is my spirit animal right here. I actually took out a small but manageable loan and booked a lot more cruises knowing they'd be get they'd get canceled and I'd get 125% credit. I knew I could easily pay down the loan quickly and the amount of interest I paid was way less than all of those free 25%ers added up. Am I a scam artist? No, no, you're not. You know, just like they corporations these big corporations get a lot of heat for working the tax system and turning them their 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 own entities into corporations listen the system was there and you worked the system now if this was a system that uh what 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 a lot of people say is that you you basically provided a system of checks and balances and exposed a broken system so the answer is no you are not a scam artist so we just <laughs> we just did seven cruises in nine months and still have a. <laughs> Is this real? 
We did seven cruises in nine months, and we still have 11 on the books already paid off. I figure about six of those are free based on the future cruise credits. We are knocking on the door to Diamond Plus 175 points, a couple more sailings. Under normal circumstances, I could not afford to cruise this frequently. This is Tanner from Canada, by the way. I just had to scroll down to see who this was. Tanner, you are my new hero. Why would you not do this? Okay. Why would you not? I bet you're I bet you're not the only one who's done this. I bet you're not, but I mean, just the fact that you took off, you went on one cruise and you took off ten years and then literally got about twenty booked. <laughs> Now, I absolutely love Royal and would easily be happy if I were only ever to sail on them again because it's all I know, but I'd really love to see what other lines have to offer. I'd love your input on what you would choose. For Norwegian, would you choose the Breakaway, Breakaway Plus class ship, or should I break my Norwegian Cherry with Prima, possibly Viva, ship? For MSC, I'm not sure I should do a Seaside class ship or a Melrevilla class ship first. What's your take? For Carnival, the gap is a little a little bigger between choosing Mardi Gras or an older fantasy class to see what that's all about. All right, I'm going to stop here and break down what you just said because a lot of times with these emails, I read the whole thing and then I don't know where to go back to and I end up skipping some stuff. That has happened, believe it or not, with me. Uh, so if you're talking about taking a step away from Royal Caribbean, would you choose a breakaway or a, I would, I would definitely go with a breakaway, breakaway plus class ship. It is elite cruising. It is really, really good cruising. It is better than anything you're going to get on any Royal Caribbean ship, freedom class or below. I still have not experienced the quantum and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's better than Oasis. I could tell you that I probably prefer it to Oasis overall, but I'm not going to say it's better, but it is clearly better than anything that's freedom class or below. So the breakaway and it's conventional cruising. You know what I mean? I think the Prima is going to be a beautiful ship as well as the Viva. I think it's going to be an awesome experience and it could be the best cruise ship at sea. For all I know, but I feel like they're taking some chances with this ship. I think it's a little bit more of a risk. And if you're going to pop your Norwegian cherry, I think you should go with what I know is proven, what I know works. And that is the breakaway, breakaway plus class of ships. That's just my opinion. Again, you could not listen to me. You could jump on the Viva and you could be like, or the Prima and say, wow, Tommy, this is the best thing I've ever done. And yes, I could be wrong, but I'm just saying for just, I guess, as far as risk reward, playing the smart money, plus what you're going to get, those Viva and Prima ships are expensive that, you know, they're gonna, they told you out right out front. Norwegian said, we're definitely going to raise prices and they have, and they're definitely going to execute that in their newer ships. They have to make up for that money. They told, they came out and told you that we're going to give you more space on these cruise ships. We're setting these cruise ships up for you to have some room to, to breathe. And if you're going to do less personnel per square foot, you're going to have to make that up. And that's why the prices are going to be higher. And I think if you got the family, I think the kids are probably going to really, really enjoy the breakaway, breakaway plus classes of ships. So if you're going to choose Norwegian, I think that's the route you go. For MSC, I cannot speak on. The hardware, that's all everybody says. Shout out to, uh, I, I think it was BF Fiedler in the uh, in the group today. He mentioned about the hardware or Norwegian being second to none, something we all say. We can all take one look at these ships and realize how incredible the hardware is. But did they nail the American cruising experience? Did they nail it down yet? Are they even trying to nail it down? Who knows? I'm not sure. So for me, that's experimental as well. And then you're talking about for Carnival, the gap is bigger between the Mardi Gras and older fantasy classes. Yeah, but Tanner, there's a big gap and there's a lot in between that gap. You know, you could do a Vista class ship. To me, those are beautiful ships. The way they laid them out to me is to create a little bit of, um, I don't know, calm, calmness at sea. There's something charming about an old carnival ship, and it doesn't have to be a fantasy class ship. I'm talking about maybe the dream class, you know, again, 
Are there, have there been problems on carnival ships? You hear about that a little bit. Do a longer sailing and do a ship on the newer side. It doesn't have to be Celebration of Mardi Gras right away. Jump into the dream. Jump into the magic. Jump into the the horizon, the panorama or vista. And, you know, just for me, like I said, I like a, I like a, a lively jumping ship. A ship with a lot of uh, energy past 10 p.m. at night. You know, that's just me. You got a family. I think all of these ships would be great for a family. So... Uh, that's, that's where I would go if you were going to go the carnival route, but based on everything, final answer all in, if you're going to veer away from your 142, uh, Royal Caribbean cruises that you have booked, I would go towards a breakaway plus class ship on Norwegian. Make sure they have the spice H2O. I got to figure out which I don't know exactly. I think they did away with it on the newer, newer ones, but make sure they have that back of the ship where the spice H2O is. It's a great, great place on the ship to be definitely do that all right going on with your email we are more food people than drink people okay well maybe i should have read on before i answered i don't think so though i think i wouldn't change my answer either way let's see we are more food people than drink people and that is why this will be tough right now we get four soon to be five free drinks uh, a day with royal honestly that's all we need most days or if we buy one or two extra it's no big deal being point locked into one cruise line is an interesting problem to have i want to try other lines but it will be hard to give up the perks we've acquired would love to hear your take on what line you should try first or what ship blah 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 yeah keep up the awesome show tanner from canada yeah the last paragraph was interesting tanner and i get it that is a conundrum i've never once based any of my cruise bookings on loyalty so for that reason i have a pretty good even spread across the entire big three i do believe that i go from platinum to emerald on my next royal caribbean sailing now i don't i don't believe it i know it i confirmed that today so I don't know. Uh, the five drinks a day for free, that's that's good. I wonder if you could, I'm sure the answer is no, but it would be great if you could bank those. You know what I mean? Drink three one day, but maybe eight the next day. That would be phenomenal. But yeah, I, I, I just, until you get to that third tier, that's where it makes a difference. I agree with you. It, it becomes a little bit dicey, but yeah, that would not stop me. You know what priority this, free drinks. The free drink thing is a lot and whatever else you got. Now, as far as food goes, Norwegian does something with their food, even in their main dining rooms. I will say that if you are on a newer Norwegian cruise ship, they crush the food, whether it's specialty dining or the main dining. They know enough to know that this is our new cruise ship. This is the newest and best we have to offer. So we're not in the business of underwhelming you at any room or any restaurant whatsoever. If you get on some of those old ships like the Gem or the original Breakaway, you know, sometimes they they do. They they take the foot off the pedal when it comes to wowing you with the food. By no no uncertain terms is it bad whatsoever but they do take the foot off the gas a little bit but if you end up on a newer uh, norwegian cruise ship you're going to be well fed and the food's going to be good as far as royal caribbean i've had good and bad experiences both on those ships and as far as carnival goes pretty much a similar situation i would say carnival main dining room food is a shade behind Royal Caribbean overall, but again, on some ships and some sailings, it could be better. But overall, I'd say it's a shade behind. And uh, Carnival blows you out of the water with the walk-up, grab-and-go stuff. Carnival is better than any cruise line when it comes to just being able to grab a guy's burger, grab a Shaq's Big Chicken. That deli is so underrated. People don't realize how underrated the deli is on the Carnival ship. The pizza, to me, is phenomenal. The Oh, the the... the Iguana Cantina, the the blue Iguana Cantina. You're talking about whether it's breakfast, whether it's tacos, burritos. Tacos, they make fresh tortilla taco shells to go. When you go up there and you order your taco, they take a piece of dough, run it through a machine, and turn it into a fresh shell right in front of you. Okay? That, to me, for and, and Carnival blows all of them away when it comes to steak. So, Again, this is why I'm a bad travel agent, because I know what I probably did was take you who were probably at some in some ways confused, and I probably made you more confused. 
So I'm not a bad travel agent, guys, okay? I mean, what I'm saying is I overload you with information. So if you really want to get a good feel of what's going on, if I was a tactical, uh, trained, good salesman, I wouldn't answer any questions that weren't asked. I just want to, I have a passion for cruising and that's always going to hurt me as a travel agent because I'm going to give you every single piece of information that I have. And yeah, I'm going to have you in a position where, okay, well, he said this and then he said that, but that was, a, he, he said that and I didn't know that. So, you know, I was thinking we would do this, but should we do that? Ah, I don't know. Let's call him later. You know what I mean? That's my issue. Tana, that's a great email. That is a legendary email. Dare I say one of the better emails we've ever gotten. Thank you, Tanner. You're the absolute best. Hey, Tommy, not sure if you'll remember me, but I emailed you back in March from London. I was talking about my upcoming cruise to Fiji and asked a few questions about going on a back-to-back Caribbean cruise in 2023. More about that later. Oh, wow. We're doing teasers now. I appreciate you reading it out and the advice you gave. Again, more on that later. I've really enjoyed the recent changes to Always Be Booked and honestly think you are on to a winner. The new intro music is great and the discussion shows you are doing are incredibly entertaining. The one you did with the jazz singer, Carlea, was probably one of the most was one of the best shows you've ever done in my opinion. Great interview skills and you could tell you both enjoyed doing it. Anyway, enough fangirling now. <laughs> so back to the Fiji cruise I was bragging about. Well, Pause for dramatic effect. Last week, I was hounded with three emails from Princess saying, balance due, pay now, and so on. This wasn't a problem. I often put paying paying for things off until the last minute, especially in this climate where things are canceled through no fault of your own and the uncertainty it brings. Well, just before I pressed that pay now button, I noticed another email from Princess tucked away in a, in a size six in front saying itinerary change. Uh-oh. You never want to see that. Upon opening said tiny email, I saw that on the day of my 40th birthday, what I thought would be me sitting on a beach in Fiji, whilst a lovely local brought me a drink in a coconut in, 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 in a coconut had been changed to a regular day at sea upon board the boat. Okay, that's not good. Don't get me wrong. I know how spoiled I sound here, but... When one of the main reasons to book the cruise was to take time out on a milestone birthday, I kind of begrudged sitting in a lounge getting slowly drunk while, in fact, I could do that back home. I agree with you 100%, so don't don't feel bad about that. There's, there's certain things, yeah, everybody, yeah, pack your patience, yeah, go with the flow, yeah, this and that. But when you're booking a certain cruise for a certain reason and that reason is no more, I'm not mad at you, 100%. So after a bit of negotiating and bantering, uh, bartering with Princess as well as their airline, we managed as well as the airline, we managed to change our trip completely. Side note: from now on, I'm using an agent. That shit was stressful as hell. I can still hear Mozart hold music now. Your call is important to us. Your call is important to us. This guy, he's good. He's a. Uh, is this a guy? Yeah, Tim. <clears throat> Tim, you paint the good picture, and I appreciate it. We are now booked on the Enchanted Princess for a 20-night Caribbean cruise from Miami. It basically is a back-to-back with two different itineraries. It's funny how my last email was asking you about this exact type of cruise. It also means we are on the ship over Christmas, which for us is a big bonus. Any excuse to avoid the family is fine by us, I jest, of course. Anyway, question time. Tommy, my 40th now finds me visiting the island of St. Martin. I feel like we've had a similar outlook on how to spend a birthday. If you could have the perfect birthday on St. Martin, what would it be? I'm looking for ideas on bars, restaurants, activities uh, you think would be worth checking out. Thanks again for doing what you do. Keep doing the things. Boat drinks. Tim. Tim. This is another great email. We're doing good with the emails this week. If I wouldn't, if I wasn't crazy, I'd think I'd be writing these. No, nobody could write these. Th- no, if you got to be a real psychopath to be able to write these emails to yourself. So these are real emails, Tim. Uh, St. Martin, that's a that's a great email, an informative email, all to ask about what you should do for a birthday in St. Martin. So now what I would say, my perfect day in St. Martin based on what I've done so far, I would take an island tour. I would make sure that island's tour starts at Maho, a.k.a. Airport Beach. 
Okay, that's where you want the first stop to be. So you want to spend some time there, maybe even take a cab there, because I'll tell you something about St. Martin. It's a fine line between tours and taxis, because everybody in my experience has been so proud of that island. If there's one thing that I could say about everybody who I've ever encountered about St. Martin is the pride that they have in their island. And it's a really it's a really cool experience to hear them talk about it. Here's what I would do. I would get, because I'm saying you want to maybe spend some time at Maho Beach, but I'm going to go away from that. Let's get a tour. Let's make sure, and you could, you could, a cab can be a tour, so do whatever you want, but tell the tour that you want to start at Maho Beach, okay? Because you enter into, uh, I guess, yeah, that is still the Dutch side of the island, but you want to start at Maho Beach because a lot of the planes are early, if I'm not mistaken. Watch some of the planes land. It's a bucket list experience to watch these big planes land uh, right above the airport. They fly right over your head. Great photo opportunities, Instagram stuff. It's great. It's awesome. So do that for a little while. Maybe have a drink and or a bite at the Sunset Bar that is right there. They have a pool there. You can enjoy yourself there. Maybe walk around that area a little bit. Then when you get in the tour... Uh, get back in the car, tell the tour operator you want a tour. You want to check out some of the highlights of St. Martin. Make sure you hit Marigo. Is that how you say it? Marigo. There's a little mini hike you can do to the top of this French uh, fort. You go up a mountain and then you end up in a fort. If you're feeling like you want to do uh, do some activities, I did it. I hiked it. It's not a bad hike. It's a fun little hike. You see some cool statues and, you know, you get, I forgot what the fort is called. I forgot, but it's right near Marigo, uh, the shopping center. And this place, it's real, there's real French vibes there with real French people with bakeries and pastry shops and cafes. And it's a real cool experience to do that. Then if you're a beach person, have them make sure they take you by Orient Beach. You might encounter a couple of ball bags there, uh, a couple of some nakedness, whatever. But you know what? It's you went in Rome, went in Rome. You don't really feel like it's weird. It's not sexualized at all. It's really literally just how these people live. And it's what it is. And it's what they do. So, uh, But the beach is... Let me see if I can say this. <clears throat> Let me see if I can go on record for this. I'm going to give it a quick thought for a second. Can I go on record? I think so. When it's at its best, it is the nicest beach that I've been to. I have not been to Trunk Bay in St. John. I have not been to, um, uh, uh, what's the place? Um, Megan's Bay. I've not been to these places. So there's, I'm not saying I've been to all this. It's not saying it's the best, but it's the best, nicest, most photogenic and picturesque beach Beach is the keyword that I've been to. Spend some time there. Whatever else they think. Uh, I'm trying to think what else could there be. You you can drive by a lot of the other places, you know, that you just grand cast, grand case, cast, whatever they call it. Uh, that's just cool stuff to look at. But then whatever. Let them do what they want to do. Take you wherever they want to take you. Then bring have them bring you back to Phillipsburg downtown Phillipsburg on the Dutch side and take a little bit of a, 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 a stroll up and down the strip there. Go to the Yoda shop. Go see the Yoda guy, a guy who is a costume and a set designer and a, you know, whatever designer for Star Wars retired to St. Martin, opened up the Yoda guy store, and he's got a cool bunch of artifacts and stuff like that. The restaurants are cool there. The bars are good over there. There's casinos over there, but it's nice to kind of go to the street side first, do an up and down. Then make your way over to the beach side, which is basically like a boardwalk that's encompassing Great Bay Beach, where you're going to see your cruise ship. You can see the cruise ship from there. Is it walkable? I've done it at least three or four times, uh, depending upon what kind of footwear you have and depending upon how much you've had to drink. It could be walkable. It could be walkable. It's it's definitely walkable. I've done it. I've done it in the worst of conditions, but I always said now I'm going to take a cab or up until a certain time of day, they do have the boat taxi that will take you right there. I think that ends at like 6 o'clock or something like that. I'm not sure. But while you're on Great Bay Beach, it is the best place to jet ski. For me, the jet skiing at Great Bay Beach was so nice because you have a little cove there. Uh, Great Bay Beach is what you're, what you're hanging out at. And you just take the jet ski and, you know, especially later in the day, 
especially you know after after kind of the sun has gone down a little bit it's very it's a majestic feeling just being on that jet ski with the sun going down everything is golden around you you're golden from the tan you got there in the day and it's just nice and then yeah wrap it up wrap it up i loved it i think i had the perfect day because i did most of those things the last time i was there and then i wrapped it up with having them Bring me. I walk to the port, but you can have them bring you to the port, and then enjoy the port a little bit. This, this it's one of the best infrastructural cruise ports there is. When you're talking about shopping, when you're talking about bars, little mini things you could do on the way back to your cruise ship. And usually, St. Martin does have a lot. Depending upon what time of year it is, they do have a a, a bunch of uh, berths. They do have a bunch of piers. So there's plenty of places to do some ship spotting. And it's just a great day. That's all I could say for me. Somebody, somebody, uh, somebody else might say, "Do this or do that." I think they, I think they have other. You know, you could spend the whole day at Orient Beach if that's your thing. Uh, I think they have. I mean, whatever you want to do. That, but I just described to you what my perfect St. Martin day would be like. My biggest thing with St. Martin: talk to the locals there because I'm gonna say like. Other islands, I prefer St. Thomas over St. Martin, but I will tell you that the locals, the the the, the merchants and everybody in St. Thomas, they are nowhere near on the level of friendliness and welcoming and, and stuff like that as they are in uh, St. Martin. Please, earmuffs, anybody from St. Thomas listening to this. Hopefully that's cool. Tim, hopefully we helped you on that and enjoy your cruise and happy birthday when it does happen. Hey, Tommy, wanted to clear something up for you since I know you. I confused you with my email on the show. Bimini is the city. I believe you know that. There is two major properties. There are They are close to each other but not connected. I would say a half mile apart. I agree with you now, having just been there since I last read your email. Uh, this is Snap, by the way. What's up, Snap? The first one you will encounter is the Hilton Resorts World is the name of the casino inside of it. But you wouldn't know that unless you went inside the building. The second is the Resorts World Virgin Experience that you probably seen a thousand pictures of. The island itself is probably the size of Coco Cay. I can see how you would get confused, but in the Hilton pool, you cannot see or hear the Virgin Resorts World Experience at all. It may as well be worlds apart. Hope that helps you. Have a great cruise and a great day in Bimini. Yeah, that was just a little wacky. I was trying to get a I was I, I don't even remember the exact point of confusion. I do remember that there was a point of confusion about the uh and everything you just said is exactly what i experienced so that makes perfect sense i loved it it was absolutely beautiful it was like i said in the previous show when i was at bimini on that float in that pool it was the closest i had come at all on the whole voyage to pure cruise bliss and it was just so so nice they were just very very unorganized at the bar they didn't know when they were telling you they they couldn't tell you when they were closing they couldn't tell you why they were closing they were more frustrated than i was really frustrated they were even more frustrated and again that's just a breakdown in systems anything anything service related anything hospitality i would dare to say most businesses your systems are the most important things. What is the system for that? What is the policy? What is the procedure? Have we been trained? What is the protocol? Imagine any line of questioning you can get and make sure you have an answer for all of them. And you'll run a good business. That's all I could tell you. Snap, thank you so much for the email and the clarification. Hey, Tommy, I just got off the Carnival Sunrise and I had a great time. Lots of drinks made, lots of friends. I visited Nassau, Bahamas, Half Moon K, and Grand Turk. One of the friends I made on the ship, shockingly, was a family member of the big brawl on the Carnival Magic. Wow. Talk about a small world. The Sunrise was a bit too small for me compared to the other ships I had been on, but all in all, I had a great time. Food was great. I got a chance to try Guy's new nacho burger. That was good. Anyway, I wanted to drop an email in for you. I wish I could join you on the group cruise. Maybe we can have a conversation for the, for the one next year. Anyway, love the show and the new theme song, Boat Drinks, Love Jones. Love Jones. Love Jones. What's going on, Jamal? I'm so happy that you sent me an email, and it's so good to hear that you're still listening to the show. Jamal, Love Jones, was booked on the canceled 
Pirates and Pier Runners Cruise. And uh, unfortunately, we never got to uh, reschedule that. Life happens, circumstance happens, and we weren't able to do it. But that's a great, great. I mean, you sent me this email, which is kind of ironic that you're sending me this email probably before we heard about the subsequent brawl that also happened on the carnival that also that happened on also the carnival sunrise uh just uh, a few weeks later i guess or a week later not ideal i'm hoping that i don't know what you do about this type of thing if it becomes a thing thing like where just bruise uh, brawls just break out on cruise ships Yes, they're going to have to look into things. And Carnival is also the one that is proactive, right? They limit you to 15 drinks with the drink package. They have made it more family-friendly. They have cut out a lot of the uh, Lido Deck games and contests that can kind of get things stirred up a little bit, maybe cause some jealousy or some conflict. They Car- Carnival's done it. So if Carnival's doing it and being proactive, but they're still having brawls, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the answer is, but I really hope that it ends up getting under control. Here's what I'll say to any of you guys out there that are considering, even considering getting on a brawl, getting in a brawl on a cruise ship. You watch that video on the Carnival Sunrise and anybody you can see, anybody you can see on that ship that has anything to do with that brawl, whether you pushed somebody, whether you got punched, whether you punched, whatever you did. You are not cruising Carnival anymore. You're done. I could tell you they're going to have a zero tolerance policy with it. That's the only thing I could say. So I don't want to end on a bad note talking about the brawl, but it is what it is. And, you know, it's crazy that, you know, talk about small world. You talked about the small world, about somebody on the magic who was involved on the uh, brawl on the sunrise. I'm sorry. You were on the sunrise talking to somebody who was involved in the brawl on the magic. Then a week or two later, there's an even bigger brawl, or at least the same size brawl, on the Carnival Sunrise. We got to get control of this stuff, and we got to, again, what I just say, systems, okay? Systems has to be put into effect with security, too. There needs to be training, and I'm not talking about, like, I know it, I get it. These people are trained assassins. They know how to murder you with a tic-tac from the Philippines. They're probably taught all sorts of combat that they know how to freaking kill you with. But that's not the answer. You, want, you don't want it to get that far. You want a deterrent. You want deterrence. You want people that can de-escalate problems before they happen, and that's the conversation that has to happen. Yes, I know that if a brawl gets out of hand, you got to get physical. You got to get dirty. You got to get your hands in there. But there are ways to do that that also de-escalate, and there's also ways to try to prevent these things before they happen, you know? I know the thought process is we're on a carnival cruise. We got seven beautiful days at sea. There's no reason to be in a bad mood. So it's not really a priority to get the biggest and best bouncers on the ship. Okay. I agree with that line of thought. But last few weeks and months have shown a little bit different. So got to get a little bit more proactive with the security. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear a show like this every single day, weekday of the week for $8 a month, you can sign up at patreon.com slash always be booked. That's patreon.com slash always be booked. And you can get an extra show a day, every day for the week. We have some fun on there. Uh, you want to do just one extra show a week? You can do the $5 version. $5, I recommend going with the 8 Most of the people who are doing the $5 version have converted over. It's taken a little while for some of you, but most of you at this point have converted over to the $8 because you realize five shows a week for $8 is a better value than one show a week for $5. Whatever you guys want to do. And remember, you can jump on board and cancel any time. Now I'm starting to sound infomercially. Anyway, uh, Facebook group, Always Be Booked. Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. Instagram, Always Be Booked. YouTube, Always Be Booked. We're doing Sundays, by the way, guys. Check it out. Every Sunday now, we are going to have cruise trivia. That is fun. I love asking the questions and seeing who's going to answer first. We had a good time. Congratulations to Chris C., who won last week's trivia. Great job. And uh, we had fun. And we do that every Sunday at 9 o'clock on YouTube. Always be booked on YouTube. Check it out. Subscribe. All the other stuff. If you need to book a cruise, let me know. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Enough with the, the housekeeping. I appreciate you guys listening. You guys are the best. Boat drinks cones. There's a place where the boat leaves from. It takes away 
I love your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Take one part sand, one part sea And one part shade of a nine-nine tree And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Well, I'll ride the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down Put me down, and when I fall on my stool Put me down, I'll just sleep there till morning comes round With sunshine ten ladies and pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear that I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away where the boat leaves from It takes away All of your big problems You got worries You can drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the boat leaves from So get away To where the boat leaves from It takes away All of your big problems You got worries You can drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the So get away To where the boat leaves from It takes away I love your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the police from